Good morning and welcome to the Bond Sunday Morning Services. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I really appreciate your emails and phone calls about the meetings. And uh, what we're going to try and do today, I'm not sure if it's going to happen because we just decided in the last 30 seconds to do it. It's the black man's way of doing things. Um, we're going to try and take your calls. And so if you have a question during the meeting, feel free to call and uh, somebody sit at the phone there and write down the message and give it to me or the question and give it to me, all right? The phone number is 1-800-411-2663, 800-411-BOND, B-O-N-D. And just write, uh, give your name and town, name and town, and the question or comment that you may want me to reply to, and I will. I, uh, you know, I heard all week that people want to call in or they have questions and they're not able to do it. So you can call in today. Am I right, Patrick? Okay, 1-800-411-2663, all right? And good morning to you guys here. Good morning. Good morning. I'm glad some of you showed up. I know it's a long holiday weekend and most people are traveling. I don't know how anyone can afford to travel with the gas prices, huh? <laughs> I went and got some gas the other day. It was like $4 a gallon, $4. I'm like, and it cost me $75 to fill up my car and it wasn't on empty. Isn't that amazing? Is that all right, or am I just thinking something's wrong with that? It's not all right. What's your gas cost? You could buy the same amount of gas today as you could a year ago with an ounce of gold. It's, it's the dollar depreciating. Oh. Wow. Is it ever going to end? No. We get alternatives. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, people are here, and I thank you for coming. Um, today, the subject is the true meaning of salvation. You know, there's a lot of talk out there about salvation. Everybody, uh, especially in the Christian community, uh, assume that they are born again. But when you ask them about salvation, what does that mean? Most people are not able to give you the answer. Now, they'll quote the scriptures, and I forgot what the scripture said about salvation. What, how does the Bible define salvation? That if you repent of oh, your yeah. sins and accept God as your Savior, Savior yeah. that you are born again. That if you confess your sins, you justify and to forgive you of your sin. Right? right? And you shall be born again. And that's how it's supposed to work, right? Confessing and accepting. Accepting your sin. Confessing and accepting. Yes. Accepting. Confessing. Who said yes? John, you say yes. <laughs> the cameraman. Right. You confess your sin. He's justified to forgive you. And a lot of people are doing that. You know, Lord, I'm a sinner. Forgive me. Hallelujah. But it's not working. When you look at society today, it's in a real mess. People's lives are absolutely uh, just messed up. They're insecure. They have doubt, worry, fear, uh, loneliness, angry. Uh, they worry about what they're going to eat, what they're going to wear, who their friends are. And so they really, and these are people who are Christian people, people who say that they believe in God. Well, I want you to know that there's no way that you can believe in God. No way and have those issues. No way at all. 
you cannot believe in God, be born again of him, and uh, be insecure, have doubt, fear, worry. Uh, someone else can cause you to become angry. Uh, you know, it just, you can't because that's not the nature of God. So if you are really born again, entering into the kingdom of heaven, you're going to live a different lifestyle. It's a different way of living. You know, and I was thinking about this this week because I knew I wanted to talk about it. But before I give you what I see salvation to be, I want to ask some of the holy people in the meeting. How many people here are already born again of God? You're, you're Christians. Oh, good. Everybody. Oh, except this sinner. You guys are not, right? So there's not one born again person in this session. Well, that's good. We're going to get people saved today. Um, let me see here again. Oh, okay. What is salvation? Believing that Jesus Christ rose from the dead, defeated death, uh, trusting in him. Believing that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. And what else? Uh, trusting in him. Trusting in him. Did you trust in him? Yes. And how do you know that you trust in him? Well, first of all, I believe historically that he did rise from the dead. The evidence is there. Right. And that's the only person that's ever defeated death. Oh, okay. Um, so believing that is what can, what caused you to be born again or saved? Yes. Oh, okay. And then all the prophecies from the Old Testament, they were all fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And then uh, after Jesus, then Paul brought the word to everyone else on you know, a good Christian way of living. What changed about you once you were born again? Uh, the outlook on life. How do you now see it? Uh, well, if I had a heart attack right now, there's, like you said, there's no worry. I know exactly where I'm going. Where are you going? You're going to heaven to be with God. Oh, okay. So the fear, any kind of fear of, oh no, am I going, am I in doubt of going to hell or Am I just going to disappear and not exist? No fear at all. Oh, okay. How about you? You said yes, you're born again? You're Absolutely. And how do you know that you are? I'm completely changed from what I used to be. Well, what were you before? I was a gangster, womanizer. A gangster? Drinker. I was everything. You don't look like a gangster. Oh, I was. I'm clean, that's why. <laughs> Define gangster for me. I was a criminal. And what were you doing? Uh, Everything from money laundering to stealing cars, really? drugs. How old, how old are you now? I'm 36. Oh, okay. You look young. Just like you. <laughs> See that? Just like me. But uh, so you were all those things. And then That's what happened? And then uh, I discovered the Lord. I discovered Jesus and uh, he changed me. And, and now you don't, I don't do steal, any of those rob, things. and kill. I don't kill. smoke. I don't drink. You don't smoke. Are you married? Yes, sir. You're married. You have children as well? I do. Are you the head of your wife? I am, sir. The head of your wife? Yes, sir. Is she here today? No, she's the, my father-in-law is her pastor of her church, so. Oh, okay. All right. She's uh, doing her service. She's and so pastor. how did you, so you heard about God. Yes, sir. And then you believed about him, and you were born again. Absolutely. Is that right? You, did you raise your hand? Yes, I did. And, and are you born again? Yes. I can't hear you. Yes. Are you sure? Oh yeah, I'm sure. They'll let you have some doubt. Well, I don't want you to get to quizzing me because I, you know, I'm one of those Christians. <laughs> let me just say, hey, I have no shame. I'm one of those Christians 
that forgot all those things they said, but I totally believe in that. You forgot but if you all ask me, I would be like, um, why, why? Yeah. I'm more practical with mine. If I'm having a stress, stressful time, then that's when I remember, oh, like, oh yeah, Jesus, I don't have to worry. Oh, okay. Because I can just put my trust in him and I can go on about my day. So but I forget. You I, forget. I worry sometimes. You will worry. So once you're born again, it is possible under stress to forget about him. Yeah, you can forget because you get caught up in worldly right. doings. You agree with that? You guys agree with that? Sure. You're not answering. Well, it's, oh yeah, I mean, it's a stressful world out there. And, and you get caught up with that stress? Try not. <coughs> but it happens. Yeah, I mean, you watch the news, you watch, a, you watch the nightly news, and if you just sit there and focus on just the injustice going on. Right. But then, like she said, once you have the realization, hey, I'm born again, I'm on God's side, then. Okay. I win. That brings everything back into focus. Okay. Snap of a finger. All right. And so you are not born again. Well, I was going to raise my hand because um, I, I, I didn't raise my hand when you asked, but. Why I did, not? I did, well, I did have an experience where. But why didn't you raise your hand if you are born again? I don't know. I, I, I should have. I should have. Because. But why you didn't know? I'm trying to figure out. Why didn't you raise your hand? I'm not sure. You're not sure? Yes, you are. I, 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 well, okay. I think I, what it is, I think I didn't want to stand out, you know, to, but I. I'm sorry? I didn't want to stand out as being, you know, that I said I'm born again. Why not? But. You don't I, want anyone to know? <laughs> no, it's not that. I, I just, I think that you're, the way you are and the way you act, show, you know, that demonstrates well, that more than what you say. But you, it was an honest question and I should have answered it. I, but why, I'm sorry, why didn't you answer the question? You were afraid to stand out in, here at the meeting? Um, yeah, I think that, I think that uh, right when you looked at me, I, 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 I should have raised my hand. Um, because I had, I did have an experience. You're driving me to drink. Let me taste some water. I am. <laughs> I'm about to move my salvation here. Because in the past. But why I, didn't you raise your hand now? Is what I'm trying to. Understand. If you. Right. Are you born again? Yes, I believe. But why didn't you raise your hand? Um, I think only because I, 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 I don't. I don't want to just say I am. I want I want my the way I am to show. But if that somebody way. asks you the question, you don't want to just look at them like you're crazy. Right, I agree. <laughs> but I had uh, well the reason I so say, you are born again. Yes, and the reason I say that because I had an experience where my 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 body became real warm, and I had a sensation that I was finally home. Like it's kind of hard to describe, but I felt like maybe the heater was on. <laughs> was that in a hot room? No, no, the heater wasn't on, but it was like, it was very real. It was very, it was like I was home. I was finally, like, So you know was, for sure, for sure, for sure, without a doubt, you've been quote-unquote saved. Yeah, and because after that, um, irritations and angers, I see them, and they don't get in me. You know, I'm able to see them and let them pass. Uh. So things, things are on the outside now, and my, my whole life is changing, and I'm becoming... The real Fabian, 
you know, I was running for from my whole life. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. How about you? You're born again. And how do you know that you're born again? What does that mean to you? It just means that you accept that Christ died and, and that he rose again and that he died for my sins. And um, when I confess my sins and believe that that is true, then I'm born again. I've, I've been saved. So when you confess your sins and believe that these are, those are your sins, no, and accept that Jesus Christ died and rose oh, okay. again for me, for my sins. All right. And so you know if you were to fall dead right now, God forbid, uh, you would go to heaven. Right. You know that without a doubt. Without a doubt. That you would go to heaven. Go right to heaven. Oh, okay. All right. Very interesting. How about you four? Well, we know you're not going to heaven. <laughs> you can hang that up. Don't worry about seeing force up there, right? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So, are you born again for No. You're not. How do you know that you're not? Because the world still affects me. Oh, it does? Mm-hmm. In what way? Um, I react to uh, stress. I react to perceived stress uh, um, at various times. And... Uh, I know that's not the way I should So, do you believe that Jesus Christ came and died for our sins so that we can be free? Yes, I do. You believe that? But that's not enough to to cross over? That and $3 will get you an espresso. (laughs) 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 Okay. So, just believing that is not working for you? It's not working. Why isn't it working for him? He must not really believe it. Yeah. Or maybe he's like me, forgets to rely on, you know, what he just said. I'm like her, I forget. You forget about God? Uh, it, it's not so, it, it's the, the, the stressful situations over, sneak up and overcome me. I don't forget. It, it's just, I, after the situation comes, I, I think I forgot, but for some reason, I'm not protected from those moments. Oh, okay. All right. How about you? Me? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're born again? Yes. And how, how, how did that happen? Well, I, I already had confessed Jesus as Lord and, and Savior and believed in my heart that He is the Son of God and He died and, and was resurrected and redeemed my soul. I knew that. I knew that intellectually but then when I had a crisis I was on my knees and praying and I just demanded I just demanded that God make Jesus real for me and he you did. You demanded God? I demanded it. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and I. When those black women in control. And, uh, and I literally I literally had the experience of the Holy Spirit. I can relate to this gentleman saying it got all warm, but I, I just, I don't know about the warmth, but I literally felt the presence of the Holy Spirit envelop me, like literally envelop me and speak into my spirit that he was in me. And then a, sub, a sequence of events after that, literally God just did supernatural things day after day after day to reveal the, the truth uh, and the way and the life of Jesus Christ. How long ago was this? This is years ago. Years ago? Uh-huh. 
And just because, you know, I get stressed out sometimes and I react to stress, whatever, nothing can take me out of his hand. Oh, There's okay. absolutely nothing, no forgetting or whatever. What he, Jesus said it is finished when he was on that cross. Right. He said it is finished. It is done. I am in. So if you die right now, would you go to heaven? On the express train. Do you still sin? Um, I'm sure. In some ways. I, don't, I mean, in, 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 um, I try not to in my actions. But, you know, if, uh, you know, if anger's a sin, sometimes I do get angry, yeah. If, uh, yeah, I, I, still, I still sin, and I constantly ask for Jesus to, you know, reveal the, 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 uh, any presumptuous sins, hidden sins. I constantly try to discover um, and fess up to the things that I know that aren't right. exactly or, or along. But I, I think, like, like, like you said, I... Um, uh, not that I've apprehended perfection, but I keep reaching forward toward yeah. the mark of my high calling, Christ. So. Uh, did you see him yesterday? Yeah, probably. You're not sure? No. Oh, okay. I probably didn't because I was just in my house all year. <laughs> 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 but I might have had some thoughts. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You can't see it if you stay in the house all day. So. <laughs> yeah, you sure can. <laughs> so I'm scared to ask you, are you born again? Oh, why not? Because <clears throat> um, I still overreact and still slightly caught up with my old nature a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah? And how about you, Dilla? Overreact all the time. So are you born again? Do people overreact when they're born again? No, I'm asking you, are you born again? So I can't ask a question with a question. No. <laughs> <laughs> I used to believe that I was born again. And you don't believe it now? A little louder. I'm sorry. I don't know. No. Okay. Okay. Do you still sin? Not if you're born again. You still sin. Oh yeah, I'm not perfect. You, did you sin today yet? Not yet today. Did you sin yesterday? What are your sins? What type of sins do you commit? Um. Sometimes, well, one of the Ten Commandments, coveting. Coveting? Wanting something that I don't have, something oh. that someone else have. I'll see, I'll see a car or a home or something like that, and, and you want it. Yeah. And sometimes I'll say, oh, you know, that person doesn't deserve it. I should have that instead. <laughs> yeah, that is a sin. That's for sure. Yeah. Do you see a sin? Oh sure. Yeah. Oh sure. Well, and, like I said, I'm not perfect. You know, I'm, I'm a soldier, just like. Like and did you sin today yet? I'm sure I did. This morning between you coming here and you sin already? Yeah, but I think it might, be, it time, might be huh? justified though. It's, it's, a, it's a righteous hatred though. Because I have hatred towards, um, you know, there's, there's things in the society which I'm, you know, I'll open up the news and I'll see something about uh, gay marriage. Yeah. And I'll, I'll feel that rage. I'll feel uh, uh, rage against illegal aliens and uh, Homosexuals and all that sort of thing. And it, okay. I think it's a righteous anger, though. Okay, so you think God feel that kind of rage against those things too? I think so. You think He feel rage against the homosexuals or, or uh, illegal aliens and things like that? Well, it's not according to His plan, I don't think. All right, but He feel the rage, right? Right. 
become not if you're born again, you're representing him. You, you know, he's in you. And so you're thinking that he feel that rage when you think about these illegals coming in and taking jobs and carrying on. Well, I don't know if it's, if it's I, I, I can't even think for God. I'm not even going to imagine to think for God or right. say that this is how he feels. But I would imagine that he's not happy with what's going on. And, okay. And do you still sin? Yes. You know, and what, what type of sins do you commit? Um, there's, there's sins that uh, are of commission. Omission, commission. I don't know all of them, but yeah. the ones that I'm aware of are uh, sometimes doubt and um, um, sometimes you doubt what? God or? Doubt situations. Uh, You're in a situation. Instead of being more faithful. Oh, okay. Um, that's probably my biggest sin. How about you in the back? Oh, uh, yes. I'm going to agree. I still uh, sin. You still sin? What yeah, do you do? I'm still sin. What do I do? Uh huh. What's your well, sin? your thoughts can be a sin, so. So you think sinful thoughts? Probably. Like, not, not probably. purposely. Yes or no? Yeah, pr okay. not purposely, though. I'm not trying to do it. You accidentally do, do. Yeah. Okay. And and you do too, Mr. Christian? Do you still sin? <laughs> no. No, I'm... I'm you don't sin? I can't hear you. No. You don't sin? No. Why? No, I'm, I'm overcoming stuff, weaknesses, and, you know, I make mistakes, but I'm not... I'm not getting I hear the minds of so many people in the room right now. This man lying. <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, no, but um, the... The things that were getting inside me aren't getting in there, so, you know, I, I don't know, I, I think that also people, I know for me, I had this like idea that salvation was this really, really far away thing and very hard <coughs> to attain. Can and you I guys, can they hear him? Oh, okay. And I don't think that's the case, really. You don't? No. You're not sure? No, it, it's not. Oh, it's okay. not the case. It's not. <coughs> But but I do I do I mean things do change a lot because you know I, mean, I feel like things are new like my life is starting all new right. and all the you know all the past doesn't really matter it has no consequence. Are you a Christian? Are you born again? No. You're not born again. No. And why not? Look at him combing his hair in the meeting. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, well, I was. A, I was. <laughs> He's just in a coma. You're just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> right. When you're white one day, you can comb your hair like that too. Uh, <laughs> and so, why? What are you waiting for? I guess I'm waiting for God to give it to me. You are. Uh, he has already made it available for you. I would like to have it. And he's already given it to you. Why don't you just accept it? Okay. I'm willing to do that. I'm sorry? I'm willing to do that. Why haven't Why? you done that? I don't know. I don't have an answer. It just hasn't happened for me. Do you believe, like what they were saying, you believe yeah. Jesus came and yes. died for Absolutely. your sins? And, Absolutely. But that's not enough to save you? Apparently not. Apparently not. And how do you know you're not saved? You haven't uh, received salvation or born again? Because I, I think when you're, when you're born again, you, you no longer sin at all. Oh, I'm sorry? I don't think you no longer sin at all. Why do you think that? Scripture says so. What, what does it say? It says, he that is born again uh, uh, sinneth not. 
that that God has put His seed in them, and He can no longer sin. Oh, okay, and in you the letters sin. of John. So, what do you say to the Christians who say that they are sinning? If if they're still sinning and and they believe they're born again, then they're deceived. Wow. Uh, oh, I know what mine is. is daily temptations. I give into daily temptations. Oh, okay. That would be my You're getting into it. Yeah, I get into okay. it. Very interesting point, sir. That is. What do you think about that? Because I wish I knew, and I have the Bible in my lap, and I wish I knew another scripture or something that says something to the effect that we fall short daily, blah, blah, blah. We fall short of the glory of God, something to that effect. It says that daily. But do you fall short after you're born again? Yeah, it said daily. You do? Okay. Um, and... Um, I believe it's 1 John chapter 1. Can you open your Bible to that for me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you bring your Bible? No. You, you bring your cell phone? Oh, good. <laughs> I just want to deal with the sin thing and then we're going to talk about the salvation. I'll give you a little clue about salvation. Did you bring your Bible? Rushing. Did you bring your cell phone? No. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, first John, I think that's what I want. We have talked about that. What this young man said, I want to just find out if that's true or not. Did you find it? Yeah, we have, I have first John. What does it say? Uh, first John 3, I believe. Matthew, Mark, Luke. <laughs> First John, verse, chapter 1, verse 3? Yeah, chapter 3, verse 1. Oh, chapter 3, verse 1. Or maybe John 3. 1 John, <laughs> chapter 1, verse. It talks about sinning after you're born again. Oh, I see one that says, and I have a highlight. It's 3, 8. Chapter 3, verse 3. Oh. Now, all you Bible... Okay, let me oh. read what 8 what says. When people keep on sinning, it shows they belong to the devil. So what now? What it says? Oh. <laughs> 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 that ain't the one I want to talk about. <laughs> okay, start over again a little louder. <laughs> I don't know where you're reading. Where, where are you reading? This is First uh, John chapter 3, verse 8. And what it says? It says, but... When people keep on sinning, it shows they belong to the devil who has been sinning since the beginning. But let me keep going. <laughs> but the Son of God came to destroy these works of the devil. Those who have been born into God's family do not sin. Repeat because, that. Whoa. Those, and that's, that's verse 9. That Those who have been born into God's family do not sin because God's life is in them. Okay. So they can't keep on sinning because they have to be born of God. Whoa. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> now, I didn't write that, right? I didn't put that in the Bible. Well, I've been going to church a long time. I've never seen this one. And yeah. I have it highlighted. <laughs> the preacher skip over that one. I skip over it. Yeah. And the reason the preacher skips over it because the preacher is sinning. And he doesn't want you to know that you should not be sinning because he's sinning. So he skips over that. Now he'll read to you, if you say you have not sinned, you are a liar, right? Because everybody sins. So we all admit it that we are sinners. 
need to be saved. But once you're born again, the Bible says that you cannot sin because sin is of the devil. Did you know that was in the Bible? Of course I do. But I mean, even he says even if your, your thoughts are sin. Right. But he but, said you can't do that once you're born again. So what do you think about that now that you've heard that? I still know that I'm born again because I don't commit sins even if, I, even if some thoughts come into my head. That's, he says, you know, continue to turn them over to him. Oh, okay. So what do you think about it now that you've heard that? Well, 1 John 1, 8 says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive see, ourselves. Well, we're not saying that we have not sinned. We do have sin. That's why we need to be born again. Yeah. We need to be saved from that, right? And now once you are born again, you come into this, where he says that if you say you're born again and you sin, you're a liar and, and, uh, and you're not of the truth. For that reason, God, Christ came to save you from sin. And if you sin, you're of your father, the devil. Did you read that? Yeah. You did. So what do you think? Well, if you, if you are saved, if you believe in Jesus and you sin then you still have to repent, confess your sins. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't say that there. It says, like, like before you were born again, you confess your sins, right? You say, Father, I'm a sinner. I need to be saved. I believe you died for me so I can be saved, right? Then he saved you. And now that you're saved, he's saying that you can't continue to sin. He said that, uh, uh, little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God came, which manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever, whosoever is born of God doeth not commit sin. Yeah, that's that's I'm, I mean wow. It even said that um so let me see. So if you continue if we continue to live in him, which they're talking about Jesus, we won't sin either. But those who keep on sinning have never known him or understood who he is. Yes. Whoa. Because I like to read before, you know, what is this talking about? Living as children of God. That's what the type subtitle of chapter three. Right. Children of God cannot sin. Children of the devil can. I'm getting a headache. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? My, my position is that when you come into Christ and you're growing in him, you're drawing and you're in you're drawing nigh unto him, you don't have a taste for it. And if you do, you're so convicted, you don't even want to. So you stop sinning actively. But that doesn't mean that, you know, if something, like, I guess for me, it's really like, 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 mainly like thoughts. You know, something, somebody does something so despicable or that, I really, really want bad things to happen to them. And those thoughts come to my head. Now, yeah, I, I can, I, I'm convicted by it. I repent of it. And God says that if I confess my sins, he's faithful and just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness and restore us. But that doesn't mean that, those, that I live in perfection. Because if I lived in perfection, I wouldn't need Christ. But he does I would be my own God. Yeah. He, no. Why is Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. You're supposed to be Christ-like, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're sinning, 
how are you going to help the sinner to overcome sinning? How are you going to point someone to Christ and say, he will save you from sinning if you're, already, if you're still sinning and say that you've been saved from sinning? Well, you're not actively sinning. You what does that mean, actively sinning? Uh, you're not doing anything. You, just, you are turning the other cheek. You are, you know, in, in my situation, I guess it would be like um, anger or whatever. You know, I used to curse people out. I don't do that anymore. You still have anger? But I get mad. You get mad? Yeah. You still but have I don't, anger. But I don't say anything. You just keep it and judge the people quietly? Huh? You, you, you keep it within yourself and just judge people within yourself? And I actually have, have come to a place where I can actually pray for them. Oh, okay. But that doesn't mean I don't get mad and All I don't right. have sinful thoughts. Oh, okay. And so this is like, does it really mean what it says? No, I mean that there's, but, but, but God's, yeah, it's in there. It means what it says, but that does not even, mean. He says, even Jesus said that no one is good, not even him. He said, don't even call him good. Right. And that's, and so we have, um, and Paul said, you know, this thorn in my side, won't you just take it out? And he said, no, my grace is sufficient. I'm not going to take it out. So even Paul, he said, why do I do the things I want to do, I don't want to do, and don't do the things I do want to do? That doesn't mean God didn't use Paul. That didn't mean that God did not, that Paul did not have the ministry of salvation in him and that he himself. So are you reading all that between the lines of what we just read or I'm something? I'm reading it in this book. Oh, in your book. You wrote, you read it between the lines? I'm reading other, I'm, I'm reciting other aspects of scripture. Are you reading things to justify sin and after you're born again? I'm saying that, I'm not saying it's justified. I'm just saying that, that, that Christ recognizes our imperfection. And as we keep striving toward him, we start driving toward the mark of perfection, but it doesn't say that we'll ever attain perfection. So he says, be ye perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. So that leaves all Does he of say us that? reliant upon Does him. he say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And so that, uh, that means you can't be, even though he's asking you to be? So that means that what you're, by your, what you're saying is... Right I'm now I'm just asking the question. I'm not... I haven't said... I wait, perfect. hold on. I haven't said. I'm just... Giving you some things in the Bible, yeah. You don't know what I feel about it yet. I'm just asking the question. Uh -huh. He says, be ye perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. You're saying that he's asking us to do something that we absolutely cannot do? I'm saying that we can strive toward it. So did he say strive to be it or be it? Um, well, we need his help to be it. No, you're not answering my question, though. Is he saying be it or strive to be it? In that scripture, he says, be perfect as your Father in heaven is He also perfect. say, be holy. Yeah. Is a sinful person holy? No. So if you of him and you are sinning and he asks you to be holy, aren't you wondering, you know, if you ask me to be holy and I'm of you and I'm still sinning, something wrong either way I see things or maybe you're asking me to do something I can't do. Do you ever question that? No, I don't. Why not? Because my holiness, holiness is connoted in a broad base. So if I'm actually living a holy life, like not doing different things, but that doesn't mean that, um, like when I say like I've sinned, that doesn't mean I'm actively sinning. I'm not cheating people, I'm not lying, I'm not fornicating, I'm doing, I'm doing a whole lot of things I used to do. But um, that does not mean that I am going to say that I'm perfect. Now, I can't necessarily say certain things, sins I've committed, but I'm just assuming that I'm not perfect. I'm assuming that. Not that I can say I'm actually doing But wouldn't you want to know 
for sure if you're sinning or not rather than assume that you may be? Well, I assume that I am because I am, because my Bible tells me that, that you're not perfect. But it just told you to be perfect. Yeah, but it also says that all fall short of the glory of God. That's why you need to be born again. Exactly. And once you're born again, uh -huh. are you still short of the glory? I think that Paul was born again. No, we're talking about you, not Paul. Yeah. Well, Paul wrote three quarters of this book. I know, but we're talking about you. And that's where we're Where's Paul right now? Him, basically. Who is Paul? Huh? Where's Paul? He's written a lot of the things you I know, but where is he right now? I'm talking about you, quoting. though. See, I'm talking about you. Now, it's just food for thought. It's just yeah. stuff to think about. Disagreeing, but I'm hearing more clearly what you're saying. And I know I've been going to the church for years, and I've been involved with other, other religions. And they are telling you that you cannot be perfect. But right here is saying, yeah. if you are born again, so then that's giving us our excuse to go on and pull out the parking lot and flip somebody <laughs> off. Yeah. And then I can say, oh, um, you know, God, forgive me for that. You, you know it's hard out here. You, you was down here. You see how these people do. <laughs> it, 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 and and that's what this brother just said. I, I'm justified. Because, uh, you know, that's God don't like that. And that's what I tell my daughter. She hates when I talk about gay people. She don't want me to say one thing about them. And I tell her, I'm not judging that person. I'm judging that act. And God doesn't like the act. And then she, she'll say, well, you just talk about them, Mom. You just talk and say, no, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about that act. But I see me justifying myself. Well, a little bit of hatred in there, saying, yeah, yeah you know. And that's what your and daughter. Judging. That's what your daughter see too. She see you judging them, because she's so young. She should see that you're a hypocrite in the way that you're dealing with them. And you're right that homosexuality is wrong. They need to be shown how to overcome it. But your daughter see you judging them, and you judge her too in dealing with her in life. And so she hates you for that. And that's what is going on. And that is because. And I, oh, that's why I, people be hating you, Jesse. That's well, why they be hating you because you be bringing it to them more real <laughs> than they ever, you know. That you basically telling them to see now your preacher. You better go check with him because maybe he's been telling you some, uh, you know. Some, yeah, they have been lying. Yeah, they've been you, lying. You have and don't nobody want to hear that they preacher been lying to them. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to hear it. It's so sad though, and the reason for that. It's because men and women of God are supposed to be the light of the world, the salt of the earth. And when non-believers see us, they should see him in us. Amen. And then that should draw him unto, uh, draw him unto them. They will want to know, wow, how are you able to do this? And, but if your preacher told you, now that you're born again, you can still be a sinner, you're not going to see any light in that person. You're going to see darkness. The kids are going to see it. Your friends are going to see it. And then they'll start excusing it away too. Well, I'm not perfect. I can't be perfect. And it's too bad because the world is falling apart yeah. as a result of that kind of thinking. That's why homosexuality is coming to the forefront. They're getting married because there's no power in the Christians to stop it. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. But if you're a sinner of the darkness, then you don't have the greater he in you. So you can't stop what's happening in the world. And I don't know why people don't think about this. I mean, I don't know why they don't question this in their lives. Why be born again if you're going to be the same old sinner after you're born again? Why not just wait and, and right at the last moment, okay, God, I believe. Maybe then you get in. What's the purpose of being born again if you're still going to be miserable? But you're not living a 
You're not but, doing the same thing. But if you're still sinning, you are doing the same thing. But you're no. just denying it. No, you're not doing the same thing. You're literally like, I'm literally you not doing the same thing. But yes, you are. But I'm not. I can give you one example of something you're still doing. You had anger before you were born again, and you have anger now. Yeah, that didn't change. But it manifests itself differently. But it's still anger. You know? So and don't you think, though, that if you tell people that you cannot be saved unless you're perfect, that you're just going to lose hope? But would you rather tell them the truth and hope that they can find what they're looking for or lie to them and let them have false hope? But Christ said, come all ye right. as you are. Right. In your imperfection. But, right, so that he you said he doesn't. He'll receive your imperfection. He loves you too much to leave you there. But if you're basically given this ministry that unless you're perfect, Christ won't receive you. That's not what I said. Are gonna, I, I never said that. He's but, saying come with your imperfection. But when you get here, no, it's just said it right there in John 8. No, don't, you don't know me if you continue in your way. You, I mean, listen, I only been coming here for a few minutes. <laughs> only a few meetings. And... Um, I just came wanting to know. I didn't even come for no church or none of that. I came for a whole nother reason. But as I've been here, I'm like, whoa. I've been, been, you know, I ain't been hearing this kind of stuff. It's making me confront and see myself more real. Yes. As I continue to do, like, I've raised my hand. I'm born again. I'm not giving it up because Jesse is telling me this stuff. I'm not giving it up, but it's making me strive for what this word is really saying. You you just said, okay, I am different, but I but I still, you know, yeah, I probably sinned, and then this thing, it just said it right here. Why are you gonna go from, away from this and show him, show us a whole bunch of other scriptures where it say, well, you can be um imperfect. He said, come on, but I'm gonna show you when you get here yeah. how to clean all that up. Yeah, that's that's what he's bringing out. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so what do you say about this now that you see in the Bible that you can't be of God and sin and be a sinner? See, I, I, I hear you. I hear that scripture. But I, I know some that say that, that if you do sin, you have, you know, a way to be still forgiven because you're in your flesh. Uh -huh. You know, to, to say that I don't sin is... is it's just unbelievable because we are in our flesh. And there is a striving, there is a wanting How of the do you Holy Spirit. Not to sin? No, just, to, just more of God. More of God. And it, it just changes your person. I just we, we always talk about this, you always say I'm making excuses, but it it's it's not instantaneous all the time. It's a progression. You see yourself growing in God. You see yourself depending more on God. Being born again gives you that. Um, it gives you that openness and that 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 pathway. So when you hear what she just read about, you are a liar if you say you of him, you of your father the devil. For this reason, Christ came so that you don't sin. Then what do you think about that? No, I hear it. I hear the scripture, and, and um, I believe the Bible. Right. So are you, like, puzzled now about <clears throat> what it means to be born again? Are you wondering now why is it saying that if you b believe that you can be sinning once you're born again? Are you wondering about that now? No, I, I, I still don't 
still think I'm born again. I know I'm born again. Right. I'm not again. I'm not saying at this point anyone. You have to know for yourself. I am only asking the question to prompt you to think. You know, to examine and know yourself. So, I'm not accusing. I don't know. That's between you and God. You have to know. And so, if the Bible says this, and then you're running around angry and standing and carrying on whatever it may be, I would think that you would say, you know, sum this up. Is this a misstate in the Bible? Why haven't my preacher mentioned this before? You know, because most Christians have not heard this. They have not heard. The preachers skip over that part of John. Mine was highlighted. <laughs> but, you know, they gave yeah. me a way out. Yeah, that's right. Um, yes, ma'am. And then I'll come back over. I wanted to say, when you asked me, had I been born again, and I waffled around, and I said, then I finally said, I don't know. I did that because I didn't want to say the truth. And I believe that I'm not born again. Because of the things that I say that are not true. Oh, okay. Sometimes I'll say something and then I realize that I lied. And I didn't do it on purpose. I know that I'm not in control. Yeah. Because that has happened. Even though I didn't want it to happen, it happened. That tells me that sin has a hold of me. I don't have a hold of it. Good point. You know, for the audience, uh, by way of the webcast, if you have questions about this topic, you can call in at 1-800-411-BOND, 1-800-411-2663, and uh, I can hopefully answer your question before we leave, before the end of the pro uh, meeting today. Um, yes, ma'am. Um, I was going to say the biggest sin, <coughs> excuse me, here is just our egos, is our ego denying what you said, instead of taking that in. And Are you born again? No. You're not born again. Okay. No. Letting that simmer okay. and seeing if our anger, you know, your anger can be on the outside, then you put it on the inside, it's still there. And why are we not questioning that? Yeah. And then one other thing I always wonder about Christians is going to heaven. I mean, how do I, I don't know if I'm going to heaven, and that's not my concern. It's just living every day the right way and then I think it'll be answered in itself. Yeah. You know, so uh, let me knowing what you, heaven is, I don't know. Knowing what you just knowing knowing what you know and what you just said, what is preventing you from entering into the kingdom of heaven? Um I think I still the earth the world still has a pull on me. Oh, still you still like the world better. I must, yes. I, oh, okay. I see that clearly that I still like it better. I still don't have quite the faith that this is better, you know? Even though I know it intellectually in my heart, I don't know it yet. Okay. Did you have your hand? Yeah. Okay. It was something she said. Um, she was saying that God forgives you. He do forgive you, but what, you're talking about two different things. God forgives you. He, gives, he forgives all sinners right. of their sins, but he's talking about once you come a part of God, you don't stand. So he doesn't need to forgive you because you don't sin. And the interesting thing about that is that we tend to call Christians who sin <coughs> hypocrites, don't we? You know, if you, you meet a Christian and you see that they're sinning, don't you call them a hypocrite? I can't hear you. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But then if you're sinning, how are you going to call the other Christian a hypocrite? Yeah, because Jesus says, when he says about judging, don't judge if you're doing the same sin. Right. If you're committing adultery, 
You can't say anything to Bill Clinton. I know, but if you're committing any kind of sin, you can't say anything to Bill Clinton. I believe if you, if you're not committing adultery, you have every right to, to rebuke him for adultery. If you're not committing but, adultery, yourself. I know. But let's say you're not committing adultery, mm -hmm. but you're lying. Mm -hmm. Are you a hypocrite? Not for rebuking on adultery. What? Because I. There what did you say? I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. If I'm rebuking someone for adultery and I'm not committing adultery, but, but so you're not a hypocrite. Yeah. Let's say I'm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a hypocrite for rebuking someone for a sin that I'm not committing. So you may be committing a sin, but it's just not yeah. the same sin as someone else. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, everybody... And you could correct that person and not be a hypocrite. Yeah, because I mean, when, when our whole nation rebuked Adolf Hitler, we weren't hypocrites for rebuking him. Uh -huh. Unless you were, you know, But define hypocrite for me then. A hypocrite is a person that is committing the same sin. Oh, the same sin? Yes. So if a preacher is up preaching salvation, don't sin, mm -hmm. but as long as he is not, I'm, I'm confused. Well, right, like, so if I was sinning and telling you not to sin, would I be a hypocrite? Say that one more time. If I'm sinning uh -huh. and I'm up here telling you not to sin. In general, just saying the word sin, yeah. Would yeah. I be a hypocrite? Yes. I didn't know it worked out like that. But there are different sins. There are different levels of sin. <coughs> now I agree that if I'm a sinner and I can, and Bill Clinton is cheating on his wife, I can definitely say that's wrong and deal with it. But I, I can't judge him because I would be a hypocrite too. I'm out there sinning as well. Yeah. I could point it out as being wrong, but I can't hold it against him. But if you are also cheating on your wife, then that would be then I'll be a hypocrite. Real hypocrisy there. Oh, huge. If, you, know. you agree with that? I do to a point. You know. Um, it would be like me uh, rebuking my, my nephew or right. something like that. I could tell him, you know, what you're doing is wrong. He might say, okay, you know, he'll follow me. But if I'm rebuking my daughter, I'm under her, she's, I am her father. So if I am, if I am sinning, uh, you know, and I'm under God, you know, if, if say I'm not a, uh, not a born again. If I say, okay, I accept you as my Lord and Savior, blah, 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 but it's not in my heart. If he, if he were to rebuke me, I'd be like, okay, yeah, whatever, I'll stop it, whatever. And then i could continue on. But because I'm his child now, if I sin and he rebukes me for that, you know, you're not perfect. I'm like a little kid in this point. So for me to try to be perfect, I don't think, you know, I think that... that, that uh, let, let me that, go back to the hypocrite thing first. Um, if you're correcting someone else for sinning, and you are sinning as a man of God, are you a hypocrite? For that same sin? Like what he was talking no, about? No, I'm Just asking you. So it has to be the same sin. I think sin in general. Sin in general, if you're, if you're... But let me just say this. I'm black and I'm not too smart. I'm not very intellectual. So I'm trying to get some help here. <laughs> um, uh, Rhonda hated what I said. <laughs> Rhonda hated when I say I'm black and I can't learn. Yeah, me too. I said me. Did I say me? I didn't say all these black folks. I said I'm black and kind of slow. I was in the cotton field when the teacher was explaining this hypocrite thing. What? What does one have to do with the other? One have to do with the other one? You're black. Right. You're slow. What does one have to do with the other? Because I'm a black man who is slow. Oh, I see. But I'm just, I said, I am black. Look, we got to argue about this. 
I just I said I am. Jesse is not everybody. See, we're gonna take this out of the Bible after a while. I can't even say I'm black and slow. Um, the hypocrite thing. So if you you said you're born again of God, right? Right. A man of God. And if you correct, and you say you still sin, right? I do. And so if you correct someone else who is uh, sinning, are you a hypocrite? I guess when you put it that yeah. way. I'm only know, asking the question. I am. I, I guess I would be a hypocrite. And why would you be a hypocrite? Because I have, I, I'm still sinning. Right. And so as a man of God, would God want you to be a hypocrite or would he want you to be of truth so you can draw other men unto well, him? Well, I'm sure he wants me to be of truth, but so can I, you be of I truth and of things? Can you be of truth and of the lie? Because sin is of the lie. Can you be of both? Well, if I'm in the flesh, it happens. You know, because <laughs> I want to be in the spirit. What do you mean if you're in the flesh? Well, because I'm here. Oh, I'm here oh I got it. Right? I got a question. If you're born again, are you still of the flesh? question you know you're you're supposed to strive to be in the spirit but right. because we're here in this world it, you know, we're supposed, to, we're supposed that, to crucify our flesh i know so if you are born again are you of the spirit and of truth or are you of the flesh you should be of the spirit right so if you're not of the spirit it must mean what well if you're not of the spirit then you would be carnal at the time and, and so it must mean what? what you have not been what <laughs> Well, he don't want to say that. Say what? We don't, I'm we don't not wanna, even saying it. I'm saying mean, what? Bro, I'm no. asking, I mean me. I don't want to say that I'm not born again. I've been born again a long time. I want to keep my record. I've been born again a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and, it, and, and I like but to believe in a best? process. A process. That way I can go on and feel good every day. <laughs> that I tried today, Lord. And but I'm wouldn't try it be best tomorrow. to know for sure in case you're not? And then you wait until you drop your body and realize you're not? Is it best to know now why you have a chance to know now? I get it. That's why I keep coming to the beanie. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so that must mean you're not what? No, I am born again. I'm not going to deny No, I'm not that. saying you're not. I'm just saying I'm it means again. what? Because when you're born again, we both admit it. You should be of the spirit and of truth when you're born again. And can a person of the spirit and of truth be a sinner too? Well, there's none. You know, no, give me a yes or no. So. Can we be a sinner and be a of of spirit truth? and of truth? I'm going to say yes. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Do you mean that? Or are you trying, what, are you, what are you thinking right now? No, Lord, I'm saying yes. What am I? Okay. The reason I'm asking this is because you got to know yourself. God said, know thyself. And it's the hardest thing in the world is for people to know themselves. And what prevents them from knowing themselves is their pride, their ego. It won't let you admit you are wrong. It'll give you all kind of excuses. Even with this question of salvation, it won't even let you admit, well, maybe I'm not born again. And if the Bible says that I cannot be sinning, and I believe Christ died, and I've said I do, and I'm still sinning, Maybe there's something else going on that I need to know about. Your pride won't even let you admit that. Your nature of that nature of the devil that's in you won't even let you get to know yourself. And if you can't get to know yourself, then you're never going to find what you're looking for. 
because man's heart is evil, wicked, and your ego lives off that wickedness, off lies and excuses and denial and make up stuff and just don't want to accept reality. You got to accept reality before you can be born again. It's hard to keep your eyes on yourself, and that's what the problem is. Because if you can't keep your eyes on yourself, you never, ever, ever, but never, never, ever going to know God. You can read the Bible until the cows come home. You can go to church until you're black and blue in the face. You can mark up your Bible, yellow, blue, green, red, and pink. You're still going to be walking in darkness. You've got to know thyself without any excuses. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. couple of things. Um, God plays a, a kind of a dirty little trick on us, I found out. I, you, uh, you raise your children, and when they're young, you're the authority, and um, they look up to you, and all of a sudden they get to a certain age, and they realize that you're not as perfect as you portrayed yourself to them. Mm -hmm and you start to see your flaws coming yeah. right back into your face right. through your children's reactions. Yeah. And, um, that is such a powerful point. You know what, and, and I just went through that, and I have three pretty decent children, but I wasn't that decent, and I got to see who I was, and um, I, I just realized now that my pride holding on to the to the comfort of my flaws my, my pride won't allow me to um, to 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 release those things and that's what stop that's what's stopping me yeah yes sir right on you know God said that uh, let me just ask it one last question then because the time is going fast and I want to try to help you find what you're looking for because it's already available. It's already there. And all you have to do is receive it. It's already laid out. It's already done. All you have to do is receive it. That's all it takes. But uh, are, you a, are you a Christian? No. I'm sorry? No. Oh, you're not a Christian? Uh, I, I can't hear you. <laughs> Why are you looking so scared? Are you, you said, no, you're not a Christian? You're not born again? No. Uh, did you, are you just saying no for now? Or did you think you were before you walked in here? No. Oh, you didn't? And why, why not? Why you haven't? Well, I don't know what you call born again. I belong to a Catholic church. And oh, they don't get born again? No. Oh, Catholics are not born again people? Well, I've never heard that before. I'm sorry? I've never, they've never said that before. Oh, so have you ever been concerned about that at all? No. Speak up just a little bit for me. They can't hear you. You've never been concerned about salvation? No. Wow. What does that feel like not to be concerned about that? I don't know. I didn't learn all that till I started coming here. You did what? I didn't know about all that till I started coming here because the Catholic Church is different. Oh. Do, do you believe in God? Yes. You do believe in Him. You believe in Jesus too? Yes. You do? But I haven't, I was baptized a little, but not the way you guys are baptized. You know, like you're, 
I guess what dunked in the water. I've seen a baptism. Matter of fact, I saw my first one a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. But we wasn't. I wasn't baptized like that. Oh. Have you ever wondered? Maybe that's why life is a little rough for me, and and I don't don't get into your business or anything. And maybe that's why I'm making all these bad decisions because I'm not guided by God. Or do you believe you're guided by Him? You are guided by Him. I have thought about it before, why my luck had been so horrible because of that. Yeah. And once you thought about it, what did you do from that point <clears throat> forward? Been trying to improve and it's been getting a little better uh, since I came here. Since you came here? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I want to get you all the way there so you can rely on Him and no one else. Yeah. All right? Mm -hmm. um, Christ said that um, um, salvation is like he gave an example of uh, in order to enter into the kingdom of heaven, you have to become like a child. You have to become as a little child. And so if you notice when you observe children, they are not opinionated. They don't judge. They don't make decisions. They just do. You know, they just live their lives. They forgive, if you, especially when they're small, if you offend them, they forgive you right away. If you say, I'm sorry, they'll say, oh, okay. And they're back at it. When they're in a meeting, they'll hoop and holler in a meeting. Run up and down the hallway. They have no concept of time. Have you noticed that? You know, you're up in the morning trying to get ready to get to work. And they're just taking their time, running around. When I get there, fine kind of deal, right? Um, kids trust their parents. You know, they just assume without hesitation that you're going to take care of them. Isn't that true? Yeah. And so God said that for us to enter into the kingdom of heaven, we have to become like that. We have to be as children are. No concept of time. Not rushing with the world around you. Not making decisions about things. Children of God do not make decisions about things. Uh, they, they are not opinionated. You don't have an opinion if you're a man or woman of God. You don't uh, worry at all because you know that your father is going to take care of you. The same way a kid would. Kids don't wake up worrying about what they're going to eat, what they're going to wear, or nothing because they know that their parents are going to take care of them. And that's what we are once we are born again of God. We literally become, and what do you mean by as children are, in the way that our kids are with us, that's the way you are with him if you're truly born again. You become a little child. And when you sit still and pray and know him without hooping and hollering and running up and down the hallways and carrying on. But in, the, in, the, in that moment of stillness, when you pray, go into your closet, be still and know him. What you're literally doing, doing is letting go and letting him take over. Ask children to do with their parents until the kids are corrupt. You know, once they are corrupt with angry parents and violated by the school system and, you know, the predators in the world, then they become like the parents, become angry, distrustworthy, you know, don't have faith in anybody or anything. They become like you, right? But prior to that, they're innocent and trusting what they see. And that's how it is when you're born again. Um, 19, maybe 20 years ago now, when I sat still, instead of trying to will things to be 
to know God. I sat still to let him take over. I gave up. I realized on myself I couldn't do nothing. I realized that I didn't know anything. I absolutely gave up. And in that very moment, he caused me to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And in that kingdom, in that consciousness, in that mindset, because now my mind is developing into his mind. I can trust my father because I can see how my father is guiding me. I don't have to worry. So in that moment, he took away that old nature. That one's out of a, with a pride, ego, doubt, fear, judgment, you know, always opinionated about everything. He took all that away from me and he gave me a new nature. And in that nature, it is absolute stillness and everything that I'm becoming is happening in the moment that I'm dealing with whatever it is I got to deal with. In that moment when the situation is there, I am being recreated in his image even more so. Growing, you know, like a little kid start to grow into adulthood, right? So I am growing in that way. And it's not me doing it, but he's doing it through me. I don't hate anyone. I'm not angry at anyone. I don't judge my fellow man. I know of myself. I know nothing. So I allow him to show me. Now, you can see right from wrong as he shows it to you and you deal with it, but you have no opinion about it because we don't even know right from wrong unless he allows us to see it. Most people know right from wrong in an intellectual way because they've been taught what's right and what's wrong. Thou shall not lie. So they go along trying not to lie. Thou shall not do this. And they're trying to carry it out, but they're doing all these other things because it's like I ask some, you know, I ask people, how how do you believe in Jesus? Well, I believe he came, he died for my sins, and I believe him. Because I believe, I'm saved. That's not it. That's an intellectual belief, not a spiritual belief. Yes, he did. The Bible said it happened, and it did happen. And so, yes, you believe that intellectually, but it doesn't change your nature at all. You were a hag before you were born again. You're a hag after when you believe that way. And, and a man can be a hag too, can he? I haven't heard that word in a while. I kind of like that word. The old hag. I'm going to put that back in the Bible. But uh, um, you believe intellectually about him. And that's not what you should hang on. Knowledge come, you should let it leave so that you can be, believe him in the spirit. And that's when the change will take place. Because he is a spirit. We are a spirit, and when we can believe in the spirit, then we connect with the Father. He gives us a new nature. Your ego starts to die, because in order to live, you must die. You die from your prideful, egotistical, judgmental, angry, um, worldly nature. You have to lay that down in order to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And if you're still sinning as a matter of fact you can't even have anger and live into a perfect love christ is perfect love god with perfect love and how are you going to have anger and live in perfect love too you can't even he said we have to love our enemies now homosexuality is wrong but you, you in love you point it out but you also point it out in a way where maybe there's somebody who's trapped in there can hear it and overcome it you don't accept it. What, what, God, what God does, he doesn't accept wrongdoing. He knows that it's wrong, and we will too. We won't accept it. 
and that's how you resist it. You're not supposed to judge it, hate it. But you got to become as a little kid and trust your father that he's going to do it for you. You cannot be a perfect love and of sin, too, because it's not of God. And yes, you can believe intellectually, but that's not going to change your spirit. It's not going to change your nature if you can't believe, uh, uh, if you can't believe uh, in the spirit. When you sit still and pray um, and you let go, then he will cause you to repent. You can't even just repent with words. Because how many times you said, I'm sorry, I sinned, and before you could get up to the next corner, you're doing it again. And you think, how in the world am I able to do this again? And I just repented. Now you're judging yourself for doing it again, and you're digging a hole for yourself. You're digging a hole. You got to let go. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. We just need to see within ourselves that we're no darn good. That's all you need to do. you got to come out and now about who you are, and it'll happen on its own because it is spiritual. That's why it's important to sit still. Heaven and earth was created in stillness. All things came about. And he's going to separate you from time, earthly time. It's going to be like you're standing, and I've heard this was used before, so I use it again. It's like you're standing by a, a river, and you're seeing all these people caught up with time. Going up and down the river, just caught up with stressed out and worrying and going through this stuff. And you're just standing there looking at them go by because you're not of that time. You're not a part of it anymore. He set you apart from that because time stretches you out. When you worry about past and future, you're stressed out, separated from God. You have to live in the present. God is in the now. He's in the right now. That's all you have in this moment. And if you're a man or woman of God, you would know that because you can't help but live that way. And it's such a perfect way to live. And that's the difference between the devil and God. God loves you. He hates you. The devil does. So he's going to stress you out. You're going to make bad decisions. You're going to hate your enemies. You're going to. I am never, ever, 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 but never stressed out. Never. And it's amazing. I used to be stressed out if you looked at me wrong. But I'm, and I deal with a whole bunch of crazy folks day in and day out. But I am never stressed. Really. Because he set me apart from time. I'm not caught up. There's a quiet reality that I live from now. When you're born again, you're going to live from that. And you know what? It is so easy to receive. All you got to do is realize you don't have it and let go. Just let go. And stop putting all these words in your head that make you think you have it. All that does is puff up your ego and keep that false nature alive. Look at the people who are coming out of these colleges, universities around the country. They're so screwed up. Can you say screwed up in the church? I can't say it on radio, so maybe I can't say it here. But they are messed up, and they have PhDs, MHDs, SADs, and just as psycho as they come. Really, just out there, and they're intellectually smart. And look at the people with the Bible. Some of the worst folks on earth are those that know the scriptures. They are mean, nasty, non-loving. They mess up their children's lives. They run their husbands off, their wives off. 
They, they, they want you to shower love around them, egotistical. And they know the scriptures upside down. They got it in their head, but they're not in their heart. We got to be salvation is about the heart. And everything that we are, everything that we need to know, everything that is, is, in the, is within us. The Holy Spirit is our teacher, and he will guide us in all ways to go. And you will never be impatient with your children. You will never be angry, because anger, anger is of the devil. It's not of your father. And you would trust your father without even thinking about it. Like little children tr trust their parents until you violate their lives. The way you keep your eye on yourself is when you pray, you be quiet and allow God to reveal himself to you. And what he would do is bring you out of the darkness of your imagination. You know, out of these, this thinking, this voice that you hear in your head all the time. It's always trying to make decisions for you, talking to you. You think it's from God or from you. It's from the pit of hell. Well, he will, he will bring you out of that so that you can see. He will shine the light on it so you can see. And then you are now guided by the light within. And once you're guided by the light within, you're on your way. It's like standing on a hilltop and seeing your enemy come before they can overtake you. You're able to resist without even trying. The fact that you can see, I once was blind but now I see, the fact that you can see saves you from destruction around you. And, you know, we have the light within us. The kingdom of heaven is within. And so when you sit still, but as long as you're whimping and whining and begging and carrying on, you're not going to find it. You've got to be quiet and know him. The more you shut up, the better you become. If you notice that people who talk a lot, you hear them coming down the road, you close the windows and turn the lights out. Right? Because you know they're going to never stop talking. But that quiet person, you can't wait to hear from him or her. Be still. Shut up and know him. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. He just wants us to come out of denial about ourselves, what we are, and then he can save us from it. Yes, ma'am. With hell and damnation. <laughs> because when you're not born again, you don't have perfect love, and you correct your children with emotion. And God is not of this emotional world. This emotion comes from pride, from judging. So it's impossible to, to correct them in the right way. So you can't tell them what's right or wrong. Now, I would, you have to do something because you're a parent, right? And if you do mess up, you need to apologize to them until you can get you know, yourself right. Because kids will forgive you. But it's difficult because you're coming from a different source. You're coming from a place of anger instead of love and patience. That's why we must be born again. So that, that's why God keeps creating folks so maybe one generation will get it right. You know, you just. <laughs> <laughs> while we're laying, you know, you're at a funeral crying over Sam who died and he was a drug addict, and you're thinking that he went to heaven. God, like, you know what, let the dead bury the dead. I'm gonna, I'll make another one. Maybe he'll get it right. You know, so at some point, we as parents got to get it right so we can change the spirit, you know, pass on love instead of hate. So your kids don't have any hope unless you change? Um, they don't, it's going to be tough. 
because most parents change the nature of their children because they don't have the true nature to operate from. And I think Force made a good point. He did the best he could do, and now that they're all adults and doing well, they hate him. And it, what they do is shine a mirror on him to see that, you know, you're still messed up because he was coming from the wrong nature. He didn't have love. And that's what the problem is. This is all about love. It's about love. And if you don't have love, you can't help but pass on hatred or anger or resentment to your children. You'll try not to, but you can't give them what you don't have. Isn't that amazing? Because there's some decent folks out there trying to get their kids love. <laughs> but if you don't have love, you can't give it. And that love, emotional love of a parent, the human love is not real love. That's not real love. That's why it doesn't work. And when your kids turn 12 and 13 and start acting out, you wonder, how in the world did this happen? I did what I, you know. You don't have the real love to give out. No person has it. When we are born again, we are now in love, and we give the children the love that God has given unto us. We don't have love of ourselves. But when he dwells in us, and we live through him, or he lives through us, then that's what we pass down to the next generation. Isn't that amazing? All right, I saw some hands. Yes, sir. Shouldn't children uh, also see that, uh, you know, parents are trying to do the best they can? Shouldn't children see that parents are trying to do the best they can? No. Because kids, uh, you can't leave it up to them to figure out that you're trying to do the best you can. When I'm five years old, the last thing I think about is my parents trying to do the best they can. <laughs> You know, let me wake up in the morning. I know my parents should be trying to do the best they can. <laughs> now, when you become an adult of age and you start seeking God for yourself, that's when you think about that. You know what? I'm a, I resent my parents. This is crazy. They have done the best that they can do. Look at me. I can't help myself. So they could, you know, they must not have been able to help themselves. Then you're able to forgive your parents because you're old enough to figure it out. But as a child, no. It's not up to the kids to figure that out. Uh, yes, ma'am? That's kind of like just answer my question. Like forest kids are all grown now. They can get it for themselves. Right. But as long as they're with us, they can't or can they? They have it. When you notice how kids are innocent, right? They forgive. They say whatever's on their mind. You know, they'll, be, they'll walk down the street and see a fat lady. Dad, look at that fat lady. They're not judging her. They just see it for what it is, right? Duh, you're holding the sign upside down. Sure is. <laughs> uh, so they do see it, but what happens is that anger inside the parent hate the innocent of the children, and so eventually they start to rob it because kids make parents feel guilty. You know? And they start, instead of saying, I'm sorry, I am a guilty person, they say, shut up, I'm the parent, and don't be talking to me like that. You don't have innocence. And they make the kids angry and rob their innocence and create them in their image. And now you have the same cycle going to the next generation. But if you have perfect love, you can't do that once you're born again. I'm going to let you have a laugh. Did you have your hand? Yes. Yeah. We are, I know we are out of time, and, but let me, we're still on, all right? This is my announcement portion. This is so important. Yes, ma'am. Well, I just wanted to agree with exactly what you're saying because I'm at a stage and I've been seeking and going to church and being in different religions and now my daughter is a teenager and is starting to pull away from me and yeah. showing me what I've created Yes. and yeah. um, I'm trying so hard to get it right 
So right. I'm, I'm in a good place because you're showing, you know, I hear what you're saying. I'm able to get past that ego yeah. and say, yeah. yeah, I'm not doing it right. Yeah. So it, I, I totally agree. God bless you. Let me just define perfect for you. When God said, be ye perfect as he is perfect, what he mean is when you're born again, you are made whole. It's a full circle. You're made whole. And in that, your, your spirit is now back with him, and you're perfect in that way. And you start to live from that, not judging yourself and others, uh, you know, speaking the truth with love, um, seeing where people are coming from. You can now see because you've been made whole. And, and so that's what per, being perfect means. And so from that, every opportunity, every moment gives you a chance to just grow. Whatever situation you deal with, you don't judge it, you don't hate it, you're not mad about it. You see what's going on and you're able to overcome. And that's how you know that you're being born again is because you start to deal with the world around you with perfect patience. You deal with imperfect situations, imperfect people in a perfect manner. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. And I'm a living witness to this. And I was a coward on my way to hell. I knew the Bible. Well, not really. I didn't really know it because for some reason he won't let me remember all those scriptures. <laughs> and I'm so glad that I didn't remember them because it holds people back when they know those scriptures. Just like it holds people back when they go to college and learn all the stuff they learn. It's difficult for those folks to believe in God. They believe about him, but not in him. And so most people believe about Christ, but they don't believe in Christ. And there is a difference. There's a difference. Yes, ma'am. Last word. I wanted to know when you keep saying Christian, are you a Christian or, and are you saved again? Are you saying it the same? So when I'm, you, do you have to be a Christian? Can't you be a Christian and well, then try use, to be saved again? Is, they're not the same. You have to be one. Well, you could be a Christian and namesake. Well, when you're but, a Christian, though, aren't you you working towards that? You may not be saved, but you're still working to, to be Christ-like. And you may not be saved. But why call yourself Christ-like if you're not? If you're an angry person, insecure, doubtful, you know, can't have... getting better, there's no... Influence. You're on the road. There's no... Okay. Yeah, you're on the road to Damascus. <laughs> and so it, it's best to know you're on the road to it rather than think you have it and you don't. And then when you drop your body, you end up in a place you don't want to go. And then you wonder, whoa, I thought I... That's why somebody, you know, I don't even know how Christians say, I know for sure I'm going to heaven. Only God made that decision. I can't say to you for sure I'm going to heaven because God knows my heart even better than I know it, right? And I hope to go. I want to go. I hope that I can live well enough here where he'll say, well done, come on in. But I can't tell you absolutely that I'm going. That's why I don't know how these people be lying at the funeral. <laughs> she going to heaven. Sister Martha is a good woman and nobody likes Sister Martha. Sister Martha went to church, read the Bible, and no one liked her. Her kids don't come around, but she's going to heaven. We need your support. Uh, we have one minute. The Bible says, be still and know God. I have a prayer CD on my website called Be Still and Know. Go to bondinfo.org, bondinfo.org, or call 1-800-411-2663, 1-800-411-BOND. And, you know, if you have any questions or comments that we can answer for you, I'll do it for you next Sunday. And I really appreciate you tuning in. At least think about what we talked about. Know 
thyself. And if you can know yourself and be honest about it, you can be born again. Thank you, guys, and thank you for tuning in. Thank you, God. Appreciate it.